Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It is back. Here we are. It's golf is ruining my life. But it's not ruining Tom Green's air miles. You join me live in a hotel in Mallorca. I'm here. I'm lying on my bed. I've just gone, got back from the golf course. Well, this is, I'm having the time of my life. I'm, I'm on the challenge tour. I'm on the grand final. Unbelievable. I knew you were playing good golf at the moment. I didn't realize it was that good. Oh, it's not. Listen, it's certainly not good enough to be on this tour. There's. Being surrounded by this level of golfer and watching iron shots on par threes that are 233 yards long is just beautiful. Oh. Is it is it doing that thing where the balls just float in it? Is it like someone switches the gravity off on the balls? It's the ability to compress an iron so much that it just it takes off with a speed. The only way I can describe the iron shots that these guys do is I feel like my ball shoots off the club face for maybe a second and then very quickly, almost like a parachute has come out the back, slows down. Whereas these guys have a ball flight that like halfway through the flight, if anything, it picks up speed. Oh, God. And, and what I always think about players that good, right, is, is there not a temptation when you are there or any mortal like us goes, oh, mate. Good shot. And like, you just want to sort of scream like you're at the front of a rock concert. And they are just like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the coolest thing in the world. And I (laughs) am constantly in awe of them. And the way they strike the golf ball and the way they play golf is just unbelievable. So for for new listeners, because I know we've got so many new listeners at the moment because of the TikTok account and everything that's going on. I... Uh, this week, I'm working with uh, the European Tour, which is the DP World Tour, European Tour Productions and IMG, who are the people that put this thing together, um, for the broadcast of the Challenge Tour, which is going to be around the world. And in the UK, will be on Sky Sports this weekend. Amazing. So right now, we are recording this, uh, when are we recording this? On the Wednesday. Uh, take us through how the weekend looks. Is it a four-day event? What is it that's going on on the Challenge Tour that's, take you, that, that's taken you there today, Tom? So this is how things have gone so far. I will talk you through the week. I flew out on Sunday morning uh, to Mallorca, to Parma, and we had a very chilled, very easy Sunday afternoon, went to the gym, hung out in the hotel. It's just weird being in Parma this time of the year because no one else is here like you are feeling the island shut around you because tourist season's over so we're in a huge hotel of which there is probably 150 rooms and we are using 10 of them and there's no one else in the hotel so it has that feeling of the shining yeah yeah (laughs) do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, so it yeah, feels yeah. a bit like I'm in The Shining. So then 
outside of that, on Monday, we went to the golf course and we filmed a load of stuff and, and made a load of packages like hole guides and all that sort of thing. On Tuesday, the golfers turned up and it was the pro-am day. So the practice rounds were happening and I was out there doing walk and talks with the golfers and getting to know the golf course. And yeah, today was a load of uh, filming to promote the European Tour and the DP World Tour and the Challenge Tour and what they're doing around sustainability and making the tour a bit greener. So there was yeah. loads of that stuff to do today. And yeah, just getting everyone ready. I made some stupid TikToks with the guys, um, oh. all in preparation for tomorrow at 8 a.m. And we're having a, we're having a not a shotgun start, but a split start. So we're going to start on the front nine and the back nine because we're expecting 90-kilometer winds in the afternoon. There's a storm coming. Yeah, of course. Well, we're getting hit by the storm in the UK as well. Well, I tell you what, Tom, it's not just the golf that's greener. I have gone bright green here. I'm so jealous. Okay, I've got a lot to ask you about now. You've told me the basic outline of the week, right? So first up, in that, that first day when you go out and do hole guides, are you doing it with pros or are you doing and how, what are the holes like? How nice is the course looking? Take us through what it's like to walk slowly around a course and film a guide to each hole. Yeah, it's really nice. So we're at Alcanada Golf Course, which is uh, one of the few golf courses on the island of Palma. So that's where we are. So it was really up to me to decide what I wanted to do with the whole guides and what holes to pick and whatever. So taking a bit of a steer from what I did in Ireland, you go and find someone at the course who knows what they're talking about, whether that's a head pro or whether that's one of the, the caddies. We, I had a long conversation with the director of golf in his office and he just spoke me through where the course was made and how it's become what it is and the holes that he thinks we should go and check out, which were holes like seven, because that's as you come back down the hill and the water's in front of you, you get the famous lighthouse, the 233-yard par 317. Um, The first is quite interesting because it's quite a short par four, so there'll be a lot of guys going for birdie there. Um, Again, 18, quite an easy par four, which is really exciting because if you're standing there and you need to you need to move the needle on the final day on Sunday. You could do that. Like you could, you you could attack it if you wanted to. So then, yeah, yeah, you you speak to the guys that know the course, you get your yardage book and you just walk down the the fairway and chat about what you see and chat about what you think the players will be doing. And how does it compare to Muswell Hill? Yeah. Different condition wise, different. It's definitely different condition wise. The weather (laughs) different 22 degrees today. Um, just pristine i met I, I met the owner of the golf course oh wow what did you so, say oh tom what did you say so the owner is out here and yeah. one of the guys that was helping with the, the hole guide we were looking for someone to sort of film with to walk us through the hole and he said well why don't you go and speak to george and i was like i'd love to speak to george who's george and they said george is the owner's pro oh wow Oh, what does that mean? The owner's pro, like he's his entire job, like a sort of golf butler. Sort of. He lives in the he lives in around Europe, and when the when the owner is playing golf, he comes out and helps him with his golf and gives him lessons and teaches him and sort of that sort of thing. Okay, okay. So this owner has got to be off like plus three if he's got his own pro. So the owner, I've met, I've met, yeah. him. and I get walked, <sighs> I get, I get walked over to this man. This, this lovely old Austrian man, right? Yeah. And this Austrian man is quite keen to have his lunch. He was like, I'll talk to you after lunch, I'll talk to you after lunch, I'll talk to you after lunch, I'll talk to you after lunch. I was like, God, this guy, 
this guy's throwing his weight around. He must be a pretty big deal. Like, he really wants his lunch. He won't talk to anyone before his lunch. And I was introduced to him as Peter. Okay? Mm-hmm. Lovely Peter. And mm-hmm. uh, he goes and has a lunch, and uh, just speak to George. And he goes, no, no, no. Well, he, his real name is Hans Peter. I was like, oh, great. Hans, Hans Peter what? Well, his name's Hans Peter Porsche. And yes, it's that Porsche. This oh, man, please tell me you introduce yourself as Tom Mercedes. <laughs> Hans Peter owns a major stake in the whole VW group because he's he's oh. part of the Porsche family. Oh my life. So he owns um Lamborghini, he owns um Audi, he owns VW, and it's his course we're playing on. I imagine when he went off to have lunch, some sort of medieval, like just a, just a, a a massive sort of spit roasted veal somewhere in a hall. Like this guy, this guy must be a billionaire, Tom. Oh yeah, big, definitely billionaire, one hundred percent. Like, but he was he was really casual. He was just sort of like roaming around the course, chilling. He went off for his lunch. He had lunch where everyone else had their lunch. It was it was a weird, yeah, like to meet someone sort of so powerful, and he yeah. owns the golf course. And is he very passionate about it? Is he a very engaged owner or does he sort of turn up and treat it like a spare car? No, I think he only plays golf on that course. He's 80 something now, so he doesn't play golf anywhere else. Mm. He comes there for mm. three or four weeks of the year and just plays golf and then leaves, leaves his imagine golf course behind. Imagine getting stuck behind him. <laughs> yeah. Can I play? No, I'm not going to play through. Oh, he has a Porsche. His, um, his, his, um, his uh, buggy's Porsche. No, oh, an actual Porsche, I imagine. Yeah, he said he just drives around in a nine eleven. No one stops him. It's weird. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, good. So they obviously trust you, these guys, if they're letting you anywhere near uh, the you know multi billionaire Mister Porsche. Um, and uh, tell us then a little bit more about the golfers out there, because who who are the guys? So this is is this the culmination of this tour? What's going on there? Yeah, so this is the big event. This is what it's all been building up to. Um, since the since the tour started earlier this year, it has all been building up to this. It's called the Road to Mallorca. So all these golfers that are on the Challenge Tour are battling it out for 20 places on the DP World Tour. So the top 20 golfers will go and get their card onto the DP World Tour. If you're in the top three on the Road to Mallorca, you get in like the best cuts on. Uh, you get the best um, entries on the DP World Tour. So that's basically all the Rolex events and whatever. So oh, wow. this is really serious because if you're if if you're between 15 and 30 going into this week, you can get your card or you can lose your card. There is that much oh, movement. Hang on, you can lose your card on even on on that tour or on the DP. No, tour? sorry. I mean, if you're 15 right now, you're 15 going into this week, you're like right now as things stand I am going to play on the DP World Tour next year. That's amazing. Which, is, which isn't beyond life-changing as a golfer. That is just huge. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. And then you could go into this week, have an awful week, and then find Ooh. yourself outside the top 20 come Sunday, and that's it. You, you've, lost, you've lost your card. You're back on the Challenge Tour for a whole n- another year. You've got to do it all over this, again. This is superb. I mean, I'm not that I'm enjoying their, their suffering, but you're really selling this thing to me. Why don't more people know about what an amazing sporting moment this is? I don't know. And I say I said this I say this all the time to the guys here because I'm like, I'm the biggest golf nerd in the world. And I didn't mm. know about this until I got involved with it really. Obviously I knew about the challenge tour and the the yeah, what it I leads to the DP World they Tour. Paying me to be here. Yeah, but now you're paying me. I really know about <laughs> this. But it's amazing this year because for the second year in a uh, in a row, 
it's going to be live on Sky Sports Golf from tomorrow. Well, th- from Thursday when it starts. So recording that, that'll be this recording this podcast. That's tomorrow. It's going to be live yeah. on Sky Sports Golf. Wow. Okay, fine. And uh, also, I'm I'm really interested in these people who are doing it because you know, in my head, they're basically they're professional golfers, right? But technically, a lot of them aren't. Are they? You know, as some guy just a teacher who's amazing at golf, and now he's out there trying to get his card. Or are these guys living the life of a pro golfer but without the money? No, these guys are pro golfers. Um, if you if you win on this event, I was speaking to a guy um, yesterday who actually won. He won a Challenge Tour event earlier this year as an amateur, so he got none of the yeah. prize money. You don't win the prize okay. money as an amateur. So there is so, there is prize money on the Challenge Tour, right? 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 Okay, fine. Of course, yeah. I mean, this week the prize pot is half a million euros. That's all right. I'll do, mate. Yeah. So it'll, yeah. you know, th- these events. If you win one of these events, you're probably winning thirty, forty, fifty thousand euros. Okay. All oh, right. 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 Okay. 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 And are the people who are doing it have they been like, for want of a better word, stuck? on the challenge tour or are there people who go to dp and then they drop back is there a lot of movement between challenge and dp and are you seeing people who are you know maybe 40 years old plus who are still fighting to get back onto dp or what yeah there's a lot of that and that's the issue with the challenge tour is it's really it's it's a passing ground for a lot of people so you struggle to build up icons on the challenge tour because as soon as you get a world beater they yes, move on to the DP right. World Tour. And as soon as they move yes. on to the DP World Tour and become a world beater there, they move on to the PGA Tour. So yeah. you get like you get stars, but they quickly leave to do the next thing. Like a big star of of um of the challenge tour this year was Alex Fitzpatrick. Right, 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 right. So is you he know? he's on he's on DP now, isn't he, Alex? Fitzpatrick. So he's he had a few starts on the DP World Tour this year, and due to his performance on the Challenge Tour, of which he is a card holder, he has now yeah. got his membership of the DP World Tour next year. So he'll go off and do his own thing now. He, he's is it, so is he there this weekend? We, so I think because he's he is so secure with his standing on the Challenge yeah. Tour, he, he he hasn't turned up this week. But like everyone else is here. Right, right, right. Oh, I love it. Okay. And um, who is, I mean, this is the thing we've already got to get stuck into as well, because last time we talked about this, uh, you threw names around. And as you're saying, th- that thing of finding the icons, finding the big names, the big personalities, all mm. sports need uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan, to use a snooker term. Um, who are the big guys who are going to be interesting, not just brilliant, but interesting and compelling to watch? Who should we look out for? Well, I would, my guy from Ireland, I absolutely love. It's become a bit of a running joke how obsessed with him I am. He's called Brandon Robertson Thompson, if you remember me mentioning him. Oh, BRT. Um, Yeah, BRT. Lovely guy, great golfer, just really down to earth. I mean, the guy looks like Justin Timberlake. And oh. he's here this week. Um, Hugo Cousseau is playing as well. He's a French player who's really nice. Um, he's worth watching. There's loads of amazing, loads and loads of amazing golfers. But the, 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 thing, to, the thing to really do is go onto the website, go onto the Challenge Tour website and look at those players who are between 15 and 25 because those are the guys who are going to absolutely go for it this week because they are fighting for their card next year. It's going to mean so much to them. And is that why you make a course that is uh, attackable, like a short puffer at the start? So you want to entice people to really go for it and accelerate over the finishing line? Yeah, you say it, like, it is attackable in places, but we've had a little conversation between uh, the people who are working here this week, and we think 
10, 11 under is going to be the winning score after four days. So it's by no stretch an easy golf course. And with the wind yeah. picking up, it plays like a Lynx course. So yeah. it's when you get over over towards the back nine, so if you watch any of it this weekend, you'll see holes 16, 17. They're directly on the water. So the wind is crazy. Like that 233-yard <laughs> par 3, 17, it could play yeah. into wind. It's a driver. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, well, listen, Tom, I'm definitely going to be watching it just because I miss you. So I have oh, to yeah, watch it to get my... I'll be there, I'm mate, green. knocking about. I'm yeah, going to yeah, yeah. um, Ads, 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 Tom Green. Stand by, I've got a big question. The biggest question to ask you in a moment. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's golfers ruining my life. Tom Green is currently lying uh, on a bed, we assume, in a hotel room in Spain. I'm sitting in a studio in central London. It's dark and cold and rainy and windy outside. Tom Green, the big question I've got for you, are you going to get to play this course? So the I had the option to play it on Monday, but I've got to come back to London on Sunday night because I'm back on the radio on Monday. So I've not, I, I can't. That is going to be I'm the most gutted. compelling lesson of my life. I, I, Tom, I'm going to be listening to your show on Hits Radio on Monday because it's just going to be the most infuriated man in the world. It's good. I, I'm going to be furious because all the boards are up, all the boardings, and it's all a it's a Rolex uh-huh. branded event, so it's proper boardings with Rolex everywhere. And I'll have, I really got to know the course over the, over the last week, and yeah, yeah it's amazing. Alcanada Golf Course in in uh, in Mallorca. If if you ever get chance to go. I would yeah. massively recommend it. It's really special. It's, it's. I've never played golf in Spain, so it's, uh, it's golf abroad, but not like it is in sort of Portugal, where it can be a bit sort of lads' golf trips and whatever. It's just yeah. sunny, beautiful Spanish links. The core, the the clubhouse is like an old chateau vibe. Um, it's on oh. a hill. It overlooks the water. It is. It's a pretty special golf course. I got to say. It sounds absolutely incredible. I mean, also, never mind that you don't get to play it. You'll be back there next year, actually, on the Challenge Tour, Tom. The way you're playing at the moment, the way you're hitting those crisp irons these days, Tom Green, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, it really is. It really is only a matter of only a matter of time. But I do, I do genuinely, I really want people to watch it on the weekend because it's it's great because it's it's in Spain, so the time zones aren't massive. So you can just put it on on Sunday afternoon or, or on Saturday morning or on Friday when yeah. you're working from home and just give it a watch because yeah. it's so the story of these guys fighting for their life. Um, and there's and there's players like there's a, there's a guy called Jordan Gumberg who I met in Ireland for the first time who literally got in through qualifying, right? <gasps> so in Ireland, there was a qualifying event on the Wednesday. Yeah. He entered the qualifying on the Wednesday played in Ireland and has since then performed so well he has just kept going and now he could get a card to the DP World Tour like that is life changing stuff 
I mean, that is absolutely... I mean, he, he must be thinking, yeah, I'm glad I had that swing thought. I just knew I needed to turn my shoulders a bit more. And that has been yeah. proved. Can you imagine, Tom? <laughs> this is like you just all of a sudden yeah. going to a, a qualifying event, a Challenge Tour qualifying event on the Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. For, m- pulling the round of your life out, getting onto yeah. the event. He was leading the event in Ireland when I watched him. And the guy that got through qualifying was leading the event and has now been on the Challenge Tour since playing. It's amazing. <laughs> This is this point. Also, this points to something which is really often unsaid about golf. Golf feels quite closed shop, and I think the reason one of the good effects of Live was it uh, got rid of a lot of players who went on to Live, and it freed up space for more personalities and more people to come through because golf shouldn't be a closed shop. And when you hear about um, this kind of stuff and these personalities, this is the uh, the open door at the back of the shop, right? This is people getting in to the system, and that is always exciting. Yeah, it's really good, and the and the quality of golf is is absolutely amazing. And it's exciting that you can, if you engage in this stuff, you can sort of get to know the Rory McIlroy's before they're Rory McIlroy. And you can be there from the start when these guys have 2,000 Instagram followers. Like, they're so accessible. Yeah, I'll tell you one of those is, I've forgotten his Christian name, Ronan Keating's nephew is unbelievable. Unreal, Dylan, Dylan Keating. He's one of those. He's unreal how good he is. And it's that that thing of... It's true, yeah, it's true. It's that thing of seeing someone who's really, really good and thinking, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going to follow you now on Insta. You're going to follow me back and I'm going to, we're going to become pals because you're going to be Rory McIlroy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So it's a very, it's a very exciting event and all the Sky Live trucks have just rolled into the, uh, into the parking lot today and started Ooh. setting up. So hang on, a, a Sky there as well then? Or are you, who, who are the other presenters from Sky who are there? So I'm doing the social media side for the challenge tour. So everything that goes on social media is either something I've made or helped produce or come up with the idea of. And then we are feeding content to the tour trucks over the next four days. So there is a full commentary team, which is going to be in the tour trucks. Incy, who's a main Sky Sports presenter, is going to be on the course doing the stuff. And then we're going to be feeding content to them sort of as and when. Uh, stuff that we've done all week so you won't i don't think there there don't think there's going to be any physical in-camera presenters this week for this like incy will just be a voice that you hear on course and then there'll be the commentary team i'm hoping if they use some of the stuff that we've made this week i will be the only person who is like on screen yeah that's what i mean that's your dream isn't it tom (laughs) that's all you want that's literally my dream (laughs) yeah tom green plus um yeah sorry go on and say Basically, the whole event's mine at that stage. <laughs> you win. Tom Gray wins. Um, um, this is absolutely amazing. So this, is this the end of... This will be the end, obviously, of the Challenge Tour for this year. And what I like about this as well is because it comes comes up at a good time because there isn't much great golf to watch at the moment on TV. And I've started watching YouTube bits and bobs as well. Of course, you can go and watch uh, you and I playing a bit of golf on our YouTube channel, Tom uh, Tom Green. But there isn't a lot of great, exciting live golf. So to find out about these other things is a good opportunity, isn't it, to dig around and find some new bits? Yeah, I just think... I don't know whether it's just because it's not signposted enough. I Mm. just wish more of this stuff was shouted about because now you know the stories about what this event means yeah. i'd watch it like i would 100 yeah. watch it and i just wish sky and golf in general shouted about these events more because we're all if you listen to this we're all golf nerds and how often mm. on a on a thursday night are you scrolling through tv going oh there's nothing to watch there's nothing on and then over on the other yeah. channel there's these boys playing the sport we all love fighting for a card like that's so yeah. compelling 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing, especially when you put that card in sort of financial context as well and what it means. It's absolutely well, it's amazing. Financially life-changing for these boys. Like when you're on the challenge tour, you've got to remember you're flying. A lot of these guys, a lot of them have them this week, but in Ireland, a lot of them are carrying their own bag. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's I mean, no caddy. Like, isn't it? can't afford a caddy. Ian Poulter with like net jets on his top and these guys have got like a Ryanair boarding pass coming out of their pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the, the financial difference between the top and where these guys are is huge. But I, I'm a firm believer the level of golf is marginal between them. Of course, of course. It's the fine tuning and the time they can put into it that's going to take them to the next level. Um, can I just say as well, I'm very, very uh, empathetic with your torture of being this close to a wonderful golf course and not being able to play because it happened to me on uh, holiday last week so i feel your pain you went to cornwall didn't you went to north cornwall and uh, went to our favorite beach with all our friends none of whom are golfers why are they my friends uh, pointless pointless friends pointless people um or aka non-golfers but we as we call them on this podcast pointless people and yes. uh, we went to this beautiful beach and some of the kids went bodyboarding and I took the dogs for a walk, knowing full well that this beautiful beach, if anyone knows it, Constantine Bay uh, in North Cornwall, it, it sort of backs onto uh, Travose uh, Golf Club, which is one of my favourite uh. golf clubs in the world. It's art, mate. It's just beautiful. And I, t- I said to my wife, I was going to walk the dogs for five, ten minutes. I was gone for an hour and a half, and I just stood watching crap golfers play. It was, it was <laughs> bleak, and, and it started to rain. And I stood there in the rain like some sort of golf pervert, just watching them. I like to watch you part. Let me watch you putt. How did you, were you, why, why didn't you, why didn't you bring clubs? Why couldn't you slide off and do nine? Oh, it's very difficult. This is the problem with golf though, isn't it? When you're on a family holiday, it's so difficult when you've got, you know, five clear days with your kids. And actually when you factor in half term rain and wind, and it's like, actually there's three clear days for you to be able to say, I'm going to take over half of that day to disappear off and play golf. It Logistically, it's just too, I could do it, but it, the headache of, the sulking that's going to happen from not just my wife, my bloody kids and my dogs, they all get very upset when I disappear, which I don't understand because I'm not a very nice person. And I've got a new golf club recommendation for us all. Oh, hello. Go on, talk to me. So obviously I've been retelling everyone that will listen to me about my Wentworth story because it's my, it's yeah. my new best story and all these people are in golf so they should care. And they do. I mean, I've been it as if it's my story, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Recycle it. It's fine. And they were like, well, you know, the houses on Wentworth are big, but you need to go and play St. George's Hill. Yeah, go on. So, right. Have you heard of of St. George's Hill? Yeah, I've I've heard the name sort of casually banded about and people sort of saying quietly in hushed tones that it's a good it's a good spot. So St. George's Hill is part of that Sunningdale Wentworth. It's that area of Surrey. And yeah, yeah, I've yeah. just been, uh, some of the guys here were just going on about how amazing St. George's Hill is and that it, the houses on there just dwarfed Wentworth and that, the, <laughs> and that the course is absolutely amazing. So once again, it's another one we've all got to add to our list and yeah, try and yeah, work yeah. out how the hell we're going to save up and play and pay, <laughs> and pay and play for a round of golf there. The very idea that people at Wentworth look over the way and look up and go, oh, wish one day, one day. <laughs> So, I mean, everyone's got, everyone has got a bigger boat. You know, you can never have the biggest boat. There's always someone else yeah. with the bigger boat. Yeah. It's what Rick Shields does when he looks at this podcast. Um, now, uh, I've got to do a shout out <laughs> to some of the people who've been friending us on my EG. Hello to Michael Scott. 
uh, who joined in the other day. Uh, he's got a handicap of 16.7. Have you got Michael Scott? Have you collected him on your EG or is that folded now because you've left Muswell Hill? No, I, my, my EG is still very much um, keeping going. Uh, I think mm. I'm just trying to load it up now unless I've been boosted just, off since I last checked. What, what I thought I'd do, and I can pad uh, while I, I check this out, but what I'm I thought on. I'd do is... I'm on. Oh, great. I just thought we'd have a nice little walk through Michael Scott's last rank. We haven't done this for a while, and it's one of my favourite things to do. If you are on the MyEG app, then friend us, uh, Tom Price, Tom Green, at Muswell Hill Golf Club, and uh, then we can look through your scorecards and, and often ridicule you, or at least sympathise, I suppose. Yeah, I've, I've got him. I've also got, uh, there's a few new ones I've got. I've got yeah. Michael Scott, I've got Daniel Taylor, I've got Kyle Thompson, uh, Thompson. Yes. thank you so much. Yeah. Need, 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 got. Um, so, look, I just want to go through uh, Michael Scott's latest round. His home course is Duckin Field. I hope I've said that right. Uh, he played on October the 7th. <laughs> I just I just want to... You know what? It's not a bad round. He's off 19, and he's played the first uh, nine holes in nine over par, which is under par for a handicap of 19. And then, Tom, let's, uh, let's go and have a look at hole number 12, shall we? Oh, no. Michael? <laughs> what happened? Uh, well, he's, uh, he's um, let's take you through it. So he's played the front nine uh, and he is, uh, how many over par is he? Oh, hang on. I've got that wrong when I said he was past 34 and he shot 45. Oh no, so wait, he's, ele- he's 11 over. Sorry, I did bad math there. He was 11 over on the front nine. Then he goes to 13 over. Then he pars 11. So he's, okay. he's 13 over through 11 holes, right? Which with a handicap of 19. Yeah, and then he gets balancing the ship. Yeah, right, exactly. And then we get to the 12th, the 336-yard par four. And I'm sure you're seeing this on the Challenge Tour this week, Tom. He shoots a 12. <laughs> oh, it's a 12. Oh, no. Well, do you know what, Michael? Well done for keeping going and keeping putting the score in because when yeah. I get when I get into your 8s, your 9s, your 10s, I throw a paddy and go, mm. just put me down as an R. Are you and are we all a Tom Green uh, Paddy? Is you quietly leaving after nine? I'm, I'm going to go, yeah, mate. No, I, yeah. I have done that. I've done that with you, haven't I? I've left after nine. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. not enjoying this. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely approve. Um, but then, what? I, do you know what? You're absolutely right. Fair play to Michael because he gets this twelve right, which is now just takes him like six hundred over. But then he goes bogey par bogey. So he's only then two, he's two over for the following three holes. But for that one hole, he's he's sorry. So what is he? It's eight over. one over. One over for the following three holes is like when I get to the second on Muswell Hill and I've got a birdie par. Yeah. I go, I'm one under. Well, it doesn't mean anything, oh. does it? It's meaningless. No. It's absolutely meaningless. Of course, a fluky birdie on the second and you're one under par. No, you're not. You've got, you've got the crushing pressure of 16 more holes to come. Um, listen, yeah. Tom, uh, we're going to knock us on the head because we're really out of time now. I hope you uh, have an amazing week. Can you bring me back a present? I say this whenever you go on a golf jolly and... You, nothing even if it's a tea even if it's a blade of grass or just a billionaire grab a random member of the porsche family stick him in your hand luggage bring him back for me how about i do this how about i bring back a couple of tour branded pro v1x's yes and pro v1s for you and we can hand yeah. them out on the show to certain people no i want to keep them all for me yes definitely that's perfect okay fine Fine. So you have to do that now, and I will hold you. I will hold you to that. And the uh, listeners who want some freebies. Also, by the way, we've got. Uh, we're going to do a little giveaway of a uh, Cobra driving iron in a couple of weeks' time. So that's. Oh yeah, that's really thing. exciting. Actually, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. 
Um, but also we're going to be giving away some balls. So uh, make sure then, Tom, when you're out there on the Challenge Tour, it probably won't look too classy. Don't do it in front of your boss or any uh, Porsche billionaires. Just nick a couple yeah. of balls, yeah? Yeah, I will bring back some Tour-branded Pro V1s and Pro V1Xs. Money can't buy. You can only get these on the Tour. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. will you really? Will you really do this? Yes, I promise. I actually okay. promise I will do this because this is a this will be a good little bit of social media for us. So yes, I will. Can you get it signed by BLT? Uh, <laughs> BRT. You can't call him BLT. He knocked you out. <laughs> Fine. He He's in Spain. Out. Uh, yeah. Please get it signed by a player, will you? Uh, yes, leave it with me. I will bring loads back and we can give them away. Okay, um, have an amazing time and I'll see you back on uh, planet rainy, dark, miserable UK next week. The Challenge Tour, live on Sky Sports Golf from Thursday. Be there or do something else, it's fine. And just on the side of the camera, you'll see a man dressed in all the garb, stealing golf balls. And that's your guy, <laughs> that's Tom Green right there. Bye. Bye. 